Grant, O oh Lord, that because we have met together here today, life may grow greater for those who have lost faith in it, simpler for those who are confused by it, more secure for those who would escape it, happier for those who may be tasting the bitterness of it, safer for those who are feeling the peril of it, more friendly for those who are feeling the loneliness of it, and holier for all to whom life may have lost its dignity, its beauty, its meaning. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you couldn't speak for yourself? If you've ever needed to have someone advocate for you, perhaps medically, for example, or I think back to my mother's all-time favorite TV show, Law and Order, just the original, not the spin-offs, those great courtroom dramas where the lawyer speaks on behalf of the accused or the victim. I even think about toddlers who know so clearly what they want and what they need, and yet are often at the mercy of the advocate of parent to translate and decipher meaning. These advocates, intermediaries, they likely save us from ourselves. And yet, it is so frustrating to feel as if you don't have a voice the ability to ask what we want to ask to whoever we want to ask it to. Like I said, they save us from ourselves and hopefully usher forth truth. We find ourselves here today, mid-May, two Sundays before Pentecost, talking about the Holy Spirit. Do you find this surprising? I will admit, I had my own surprise, or at the very least, I did in fact double check to make sure I had the right reading for today. After all, Pentecost. Pentecost is like the one day that we talk about the Holy Spirit. We don't really talk about the Holy Spirit a lot. And truth be told, the Spirit is, for most of us, the most elusive of the three. And despite what Scripture tells us, that here and now in this place, the Spirit is with us, it's easy to forget. Chapter 13 to the end of John's Gospel is known as the Farewell Discourse, and it's Jesus making his goodbyes to his disciples. And part of his goodbye is this. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees nor knows. You will know the spirit because the Spirit abides with you, and the Spirit will not, and the Spirit will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned, says Jesus. 
Let's just rest there for a moment. In 2006, my mother died. As I often find myself with people whose parents have died, I will often say, welcome to the worst, really awful club. The loss feels really big at times, though as I approach almost 20 years since her death, I can admit it feels small at times as well. But the loss is always there, halfway an orphan. The comfort of this advocate, of the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, with us always. When the loss feels big especially, the Spirit's presence means so much. Even if I don't understand what the Spirit is exactly. I wonder, though, what it means for us to have the Spirit be in us. With us, I get, but in us. Certainly to comfort, a presence that never leaves. But it is also the spirit of truth, John tells us. And Jesus tells his disciples that he will ask the Father to send another advocate, meaning there's already been an advocate, Jesus himself. As I think about what it means to have the Spirit in us, I go back to that first advocate. How did Jesus advocate? Well, who did Jesus eat with? Who did Jesus spend time with? Who did Jesus intentionally seek out? Who? Did Jesus heal? Who did Jesus touch? What did Jesus rebuke? What were his words? This spirit that is in us, that never leaves us, it asks or actually demands of us to be the same kind of advocate that Christ was. And Jesus says, this is how you do it. You love, and you obey. You love Jesus, and are obedient to the commandments of loving God and loving neighbor. Beloveds, the season of Easter is almost over, and on Thursday, Jesus will yet again ascend into heaven and the spirit of truth will come and rest upon our heads as tongues of fire. Let us love and let us be obedient to the commandments. Let us live lives as ones who have the spirit residing and abiding with us and in us. Our hands, our feet, our voices and our hearts, 
These are the tools of the Holy Spirit. With love and obedience, we can take our tools and we can go into our families and into our communities and advocate as Jesus did, not for our own gain, but for the vision of God and for the good of all God's children. Let us love. Let us love God. Let us love our neighbor. And in that way, we are advocates of the Spirit. Advocates for that which Jesus loved. Amen.